0: Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall and has a 30 minute time limit. Thank you for joining us once again at the one fall podcast. I'm Sean McHugh alongside Robbie two bucks himself, Rob Quinn. It's vengeance day. And yes, it is. It is uh, NXT takeover vengeance day. This is going to be our preview of, uh, of the show. We're going to go over the card and talk about the matches, what we, uh, been seeing, what we hope to see and where we think the finishes are going to lie. So, Rob, what do you say we just get right on into it?
1: Let's jump on in. Both feet going. All
0: right, so we're going to, I believe, let's start off with the two Dusty Cups. Um, Got the women's Dusty Final. is going to be Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. In my heart, Dakota and Raquel should take this. They're the bona fide tag team of the women's division. They've got a great pairing going. And with the announcement of the winners getting a shot at the women's tag team champions. I understand that they're heels and you'd be looking at a heel heel matchup, but there's also a way that you can spin this and have Dakota and Raquel end up as faces against Shayna and Nia Dakota and and Shayna have a long history from NXT in the past. And then Raquel could just be the beast that she's continuing to be. And I think you could have a really good, uh, match there. What do you I mean what do you I just I,
1: I want like I have quite a thing for both Ember Moon and Shotzi as workers. I think neither one have ever been given the due uh, respect that they are due. <laughs> uh they they they're really very good and I think having Ember Moon there gives that team a little more legitimacy. Right. And I think that type of style with the mm. reckless Shotzi Blackheart and the warrior goddess of Ember Moon would make for a far more interesting match with naya and Shayna. Shayna couldn't hurt Shotzi if she wanted to, and Ember and Naya have, have had their issues in the past.
0: Right. I mean, Ember... Look, Ember was fantastic. Just unfortunately, she came up at the same time that Asuka came in. So Asuka ends up with the belt there for uh, forever and had some really great matches against Ember, but Ember never really you know made that uh, uh pun intended here she never eclipsed asuka to take that title away from her mean. and have a have a actual run but yeah i mean i could see shotzi and ember taking it again just with my soapbox standpoint a tag team cha- a tag team tournament should be won by actual tag teams but i get it i mean they're they may turn ember and remember and they love some-
1: Shotzi. they love Shotzi. that's why she was the host of
0: yeah halloween
1: havoc like they they're high on her.
0: Oh, yes, between that and the tank and all that stuff, 100%. I, I, this is the first ever one, so sure, give it to Shotzi and Ember. Uh, like I said, I would like to see Dakota and Raquel, but I would be fine, I think, at this point, either way. On the men's side, then, we've got the incoming team of MSK taking on the Grizzled Young Veterans. I'm sorry, the grizzled young veterans i just love the way he sells that every time (laughs) grizzled young veterans in their second uh dusty cup finals uh, after making it last year as well so i i think this one's pretty cut and dry it's got to be msk taking it they're coming in hot i wouldn't
1: i wouldn't be upset if it
0: went either way i wouldn't be upset if it went either way either i just think you know going with my head here it's msk because they're just coming in hot they're gonna they're gonna roll The only other thing, I I mean, they could replay the same thing they did a couple years ago where Oni and Danny just come in and ruin the finish. And then it turns into a triple threat down the line. I don't think they're going to do that. I think this is going to be a clean win for either team. Just generally, I haven't seen a, you know, I can't think of a outright heel team, maybe outside of Undisputed Era and AOP. So I think Undisputed Era and AOP are the two heel teams that have won this. Everybody else has been on the face side, but the faces have been slapped together tag teams. So yeah. um, maybe MSK will be the first actual tag team uh, from the babyface side to win the dusty cup and then go on to fight Danny and uh, Oni. I mean, it's, it's, it makes the most sense. Now's your favorite. <laughs> My NXT North American championship this match. I think, I mean, look, Johnny, Johnny Gargano always puts on a show at a takeover, but I think this could be really something special with him and Kushida. Just, they are two brilliant workers they have an amazing story to tell between the two of them. I mean, Kushida, he came in, you know, he didn't really get that when he came in as, as hyped as he was, he never really hit the ground running in that initial entrance into NXT. And then he got injured. I don't know if he was having some green card issues or or whatnot, but he, he stayed off TV for a while. And then he finally comes back. I was so, I was so worried because he got put in, it was when they were doing the qualifiers for the tournament to crown after Karrion Cross went out with the injury and they were doing the tournament oh, yes. to crown. So they had that, they had those, like once a week, they had a triple threat match to determine who was going to move on. And it ended up being, I think, Kushida, Cameron Grimes, and Velveteen. And Velveteen was like the surprise entrant at that point. And kushida took the pin so not only did he not get into the match but by taking the pin he wasn't even eligible for the second chance match of it and i was like well, they just buried kushida again like are you kidding me well, Kushida's is not getting his you, time to shine you, you bring up a really good
1: point for this match velveteen dream has been
0: a mirage we have not seen him for weeks because he got taken out by kushida right i
1: think we see the return of velveteen dream this weekend
0: i maybe I, i'm not sure i mean the question's gonna come down i to don't me. think he'll
1: affect the outcome
0: I don't think he'll affect the outcome. I think
1: we will see an appearance by dream after the pinfall or whatever the victory is.
0: Maybe. I, I don't know. Well, cause the the curious thing is that after this NXT takes the, the long break, I don't expect them. I don't know if they're going to have anything at mania or around mania time because technically mania weekend is two back-to-back WrestleMania. So Saturday, which is normally when NXT would do their takeover nice. is now WrestleMania night one for this year.
1: So well, they did it Friday last year.
0: Well, now Friday Night SmackDown. Oh, you, that's right. Like, when are you going to do it? I mean, you can do Thursday night or you can do like Saturday afternoon or you do the week before. Hey,
1: I I love
0: Saturday afternoon
1: wrestling. Every time they do something in Japan or the UK, I'm all about 1 a.m., you know, 1, a, 1 p.m. wrestling.
0: Yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't know what they're going to... I just don't know what they're going to do at Mania. They could do the week before because, again, you're not having fans and it's not actually like in Tampa or in los angeles or in dallas as it's been in other in other instances so i don't see it as being a huge loss either way if they do it the week before i think it's okay but i just i don't know what the lead in then is going to be like i would love to see kushida and gargano continue and i could i could see them being you know a mania i mean a takeover mania caliber match as well but do you throw in other people because honestly the Mania Takeovers, the multi-man ladder matches have kind of been the staple for NXT when it comes to the North American Championship. So at the Mania since, I guess, New Orleans, they've had those multi-man matches for the North American title. And it's been, I mean, they've been the easy successes of the entire weekend. and Some of the most talked about matches of all time. So yeah. do did they, did they go that route again? Do they keep it simple? I'm not, I'm just not sure. And its it's interesting to see you know, because unlike Raw, Smack, and SmackDown, they have a full month and a half lead-in to potentially what Takeover WrestleMania would be—Takeover Tampa or Takeover whatever you want to. Call yeah. you. with better storytellers. Well, yeah, they, so they can do a—they can do a really long build here, and I mean, obviously, Dexter. Lo- and oh, and the reason I don't see Velveteen is because Dexter Loomis is already involved. You really want to add another element to this right now? You've already got this odd you know, Dexter Loom is popping up and, and messing with Austin theory and subsequently Gargano. So I, I don't know where they, you know, where they go.
1: Well, we got, they got to bring the, the purple dream back.
0: I mean, in the, in the, match itself, I think Gargano retains because again, I think <laughs> this feud carries over. I think this feud continues. It's too good in my opinion. And it it's, it's worth the long con and the long, the long tell. So I think this feud continues. I think this feud carries over to next takeover, Uh, where you can have that payoff of Kushida getting the belt. But for now, I think Gargano retains some way, somehow. I mean, most likely nefarious means, which leads to the gimmick match. Um, But I think, obviously, Gargano retains in this one. Your thoughts?
1: They like Johnny. Johnny has a a long history. He's Johnny Takeover. I think he keeps the belt just because I don't think there's a worthy successor that that will elevate the belt. You know, listen, sometimes the, the belt makes the performer. Sometimes the performer makes the belt. I think Johnny elevates that belt or that championship. They don't use belts. I think Johnny elevates it. So I think this is Kashida's time to shine. And then we move on. Inevitably, it's going to be Johnny and Austin Theory sooner or later.
0: So you think probably by summer. You think the turn is what's going to, so Johnny keeps the belt until he fights Austin Theory or?
1: Yeah, but we're looking further down the road, maybe SummerSlam. Yeah, You can't turn Theory now, it's too soon.
0: Well, no, I don't think theory. Yeah, I don't think you you don't turn theory now. It's too soon, and he's too good. He, right. He's too good in that in that dumb role, and he has given zero indication um, that he's annoyed by the right, way. You got to do the build up. like know, he, yeah, the he,
1: miscommunications, he the build up, the accidental slaps, the, or it. like
0: yeah, the the slight furrowing of a brow when he's called an idiot, like that kind of right. stuff. He's he's still playing the doe eyed. The doe-eyed dummy and playing it to perfection, mind you. Yeah, it.
1: he's so good. They're, they're going to let that play out for quite a while because it's just it hasn't run its course. It's usually, you know, whenever partnership is is there, you you let it run until it's almost out of gas. Then you turn them because better to do it too soon than too late. And then do the inevitable back together. Like look at the shield. It was the same thing.
0: Yeah. Well, and and and, and originally that's what I was surprised with. It makes sense now in the longer run of the story, but initially I was surprised that in the Dusty Cup the way Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory didn't continue any further. And they got taken out immediately by Kushida and Leonorov. And I I found that surprising because I'm like, oh, I thought they were trying to build these guys up as a faction, as a group, as a unit. But then it made more sense because that's how you're getting Kushida this opportunity because Kushida's pinned Johnny in both instances, where it makes sense then that Johnny's going to have to fight Kushida and Kushida's elevated himself into the spot of number one contender. But yeah, like I said, I think this is going to be the match of the night. Uh, or has the potential, I, I actually scratched that, potential to be the match of the night, um, just simply because of the way these two were. I mean, Kushida's Wrestle Kingdom matches when he was uh, junior heavyweight champion were some amazing matches. Uh, he and Hiromu put on some just brutal matches, so I, I really hope they kind of let that side of it shine. We know Johnny can work. We've seen it time and time again.
1: Um, I think we see a shift from Johnny to Theory. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of matches with Kushida and Theory.
0: Well, I mean, they 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 gave the one. They already did the one this past week, and again, really good match. Allowed uh, Theory to show off his strength and his, you know, dominating uh, size over Kushida, and then Kushida to show off his submission acumen and and really just take out Theory in the end. Having Johnny uh, having to interfere in order to keep that match, you know, from getting out of hand. So yeah, I don't I don't disagree, but I also there's obviously a reason that they have Loomis continually popping up. I don't know if he's going to insert himself into the NXT North American championship picture. If he's just going to be fighting Austin theory, I'm not really sure what direction it's going in. He hasn't drawn a picture yet to tell me. So until that happens, I guess we're we're (laughs) next up was most likely going to be the NXT women's championship, a triple threat between champion Io Shirai, Tony storm and Mercedes Martinez. I got to say, I'm not, I'm not super excited for this match. It, the whole even like the whole buildup and everything for it, it just it's missing something, and I'm not really sure what it is.
1: Uh, the lack of charisma from anybody. Well, Io has charisma when she needs to, but she's not the focus of this match. Yeah, they brought Tony Storm here to be Tony Storm of the UK, but I just don't see it at all. I don't, I don't like her gimmick. I don't like her style. Mercedes Martinez has has had her day in the sun, and is clearly in the twilight of her career. Io Shirai, I think, is going to lose this match uh, in some sort of fuckery, and I think Tony Storm is going to win it, but I just, I don't get it. Nothing about this is appealing to me. I have no hype for this match, and if you told me in detail what the storyline coming into this match was, I wouldn't be, I would say, I'd have to take your word for it. I watch this every week. I still don't understand what the heat is between everybody here.
0: I mean, I think it's just the spirit of, comp- like, the, the heat that they're running off of is the spirit of competition. They all want to be the champion. You know, EO is saying that she's gonna take on all comers. I agree. Tony's Tony kind of changing over to the dark side has has lost a step when she was fighting Rhea or when she was fighting on NXT UK against like Hayley Ray after she had lost the NXT UK women's championship. I, I there was a different feel to her, and she she had a little bit more passion. This this dark uh this heel Tony where she's just you know, a little bit more subdued and it's supposed to be cockiness or confidence, whatever the case may be. It's just not really hitting with me. I like the look and like the feel of it, but the look and feel of it still screams face to me with the entrance coming out with the glasses and the music and all that, that doesn't, that doesn't lend itself to a heel. It it definitely lends itself to being, you know, it's Tony time and rock and roll, all that, all that good stuff. So yeah, I just uh, you know, I it could be a really great match. Triple threats always are the triple threats are normally the match where you don't expect much out of it, and it's gonna it surprises you because
1: particularly with Io Shirai,
0: yes, because they can do their own thing, and then suddenly EO can basically drop out of the rafters, and you're not going right. to. Or like, you know, I just think this could be a sleeper just because outside of I think outside of the men's Dusty Cup, this could be the other sleeper match just because again, it's a triple threat and triple threats can be surprising or they can be extremely dull. And this one could go either way. Um, I don't know if EO drops it at this one. I, I I could see it, but also it's a, where does EO then go from here? I mean, Rhea, you need, you need her to chase. Yeah. Rhea, Rhea dropped the title because you knew that she was meant for the, she was meant for the main rosters and she was meant for bigger things. And she still hasn't shown up since the rumble surprisingly. And I don't know if they're just holding off on that until Bianca makes a decision on where she's fighting, or until the until like I thought they clear up the stuff with uh, Alexa, so that Alexa and Rip and Rhea can have a a little feud. Yeah. You know, well, it's it's the same Rhea. when
1: Charlotte was supposed to come up to the main roster; she was missing on NXT for months. Fifteen minutes elapsed, and then they all came up 15 together.
0: Fifteen minutes remaining.
1: Yeah. So I I think it's much the same thing.
0: So you think if EO EO could drop it, and then EO and Ripley are both showing up? together on the main?
1: No, I think IO is going to stay in NXT, but I, IO needs to chase uh because she's so good. Th- there's nowhere to go for her as being that good and the champion.
0: But I'm just not sure if Tony, like again, I I I think the same the same thing. Tony's could be a good champion, but I don't think she could be a great heel champion. She's also better when she's in the chase. Or when she's the when she's the domineering face, where you know she's defending the belt every week, taking on all comers, open challenges, kind of thing like that. Tony, people get behind this one. I'm I'm just not so sure. And yeah, I I agree. Mercedes has has had her time in the sun. I maybe they dropped the belt on her for a small program before the mania. Uh, the mania. No, I think group. Mercedes
1: is is only there to give cover to Io Shirai.
0: Yeah. So, so, so you, you, whoever, whoever wins, Mercedes takes the covers or takes the, yeah,
1: she's, she's absolutely taken the L. Well,
0: all right. And that's going to bring us to, which will most likely easily be match of the night when it's all said and done uh, the NXT championship match between Finn Balor and Pete Dunn. I mean, as they said in the, in the go home show, this match has been begged for over in England for years. This will be a hard hitting. I mean, if Ky- the, the match is Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor were able to put on. Pete Dunne is going to be able to put on as hard of a match, if not harder. And the good news is that'll be really entertaining for us. The potential bad news is Finn could be on the shelf again for an injury that he's not seeing coming.
1: Yes and no, because I don't see the ending to this the way you might. I think the ending of this is the introduction of Walter to NXT.
0: I can see it. I again, um, NXT UK. I'm. Walt- I'm- Walter sends his regards. Yeah, NXT UK. I am certainly trying to catch up on. I but I don't see the Imperium video. They've been doing the new Imperium videos. They've been getting that new Matt is sacred and the hype videos. I really hope they don't change the entrance of the look or anything like that. No, I, no, they won't.
1: We're, we're going back pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, the program was supposed to be Imperium versus Finn Balor. Remember, Eichner and Wolf showed up. Yeah, and said Walter sends his regards, and then everybody you know got sent home because they couldn't travel overseas i think this is just going to be a continuation of that because otherwise you have nothing for balor to do i think balor drops the belt to pete dunn and pete dunn has to deal with kyle o'reilly or roderick strong or whoever and then we're going to have a couple of months of imperium versus finn balor and finn balor comes back demon wise against walter
0: I just mapped out two months of work for you. I I wouldn't be against, I wouldn't be against that. Uh, Walter Walter is, is a beast, but he's still holding the NXT UK championship. So unless they film a bunch of stuff ahead of time in the UK, like now you're going to go without your champ over there when it's got, when that has its own show for a number of weeks, unless he's dropped the belt and I'm unaware, or he's going to be dropping the belt shortly. I, I, I'm catching up on that as well. Uh, I haven't had a chance to fully get caught up. I think I'm one episode behind there, but I haven't seen anything on NXT UK that indicates that Walter's going to be in a feud and going to be possible. I I don't think
1: you even need him to drop it. I think you leave him as that champion. He doesn't even come here. You have all, all three guys of Imperium show up and do the Walter sends his regards. And then you give me a video of Walter on the screen talking to both Dunn and Balor. Yeah. Like everyone has talked about you, you know, the European people. I am the only one that matters. And then you go from there. Maybe have Finn go back to Europe and like they like the Undisputed Era did. See now that they just showed up one.
0: That I could see because Finn already had made an appearance on NXT UK before again, pre-COVID he had popped in and he had a face-to-face with Tyler Bate. He had a face-to-face with Trent Seven. I think he actually had a small right. feud with Trent Seven. And then obviously it was going to be leading into, that was right when he had first come back as the Prince and, and all that. before he And the other leave.
1: Irish guy, uh, Dev, Devlin. Jordan
0: Devlin. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I want to say Devlin McGregor, but that's from The Fugitive.
0: So yeah, I mean, I could see that. I could see the Imperium showing up. I don't think they show up during the match, though. I think they show up post-match, similar to Undisputed Era when they came out and attacked uh, McIntyre, McIntyre after his, after his victory. Um, similar to when Walter showed up in oh, NXT, I think it was like NXT TakeOver Chicago or something like that, after Pete Dunne had defended the UK Championship uh, against Tyler Bate in that incredible match then vulture shows up and just chest slaps the bejesus out of him.
1: Um, I mean I could still feel and see the chest slaps on Pete Dunn's chest and Tyler Bates pasty white, you know, uh caved in chest at that point. Yeah. By the way, that's a guy that really needs to be here. Tyler Bates. Big strong boy. He's he is so good. He's I mean he's he is the UK version of Cesaro. He's stronger than everybody. He works better than everybody he's great on the mic and he's like 21 yeah bring him out here and just make him a star you know maybe that's that's the thing pete dunn tyler bait i'll do that again
0: i'd I do that again in a heartbeat i mean pete dunn finn Bal- uh tyler bait finn Balor. i think would be a great one too maybe he's you know makes the makes the trek across the across the pond because he hasn't been doing much of anything since he came back in NXT uk
1: yeah
0: he had uh, one match against a kid in a losing effort. And then I'm not, I'm not really sure. Like I said, I haven't uh I need to catch up on UK, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I think Balor retains, I, I don't think this is the drop point for him just yet, but if he does drop it, I think you're right. It's due to nefarious circumstances. I mean, hell, even Pat McAfee could show up to cost him the belt because technically that's still Pat McAfee's stable. So who the hell knows? Maybe he yeah. shows up in his, or, or some guy in the uh Cobra it was it was me all along, austin yeah he shows up in that you know in the in the daft punk or um who's the guy from gi joe from cobra, cobra
1: um
0: uh, now uh, yeah cobra commander so cobra commander shows up and and who's that austin... guy in cobra you mean cobra okay okay easy there champ <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean they got it but they got to end on a strong note i missed the days of i, I missed the days of uh the copyright killer with tomaso champa where they would go to end a pay-per-view and end a takeover, you'd see the little thing in the bottom corner of the screen, like, all right, show's over, like time for everybody to go home. And that's when the shit would hit the fan. Yeah. Champa would turn, or that's when somebody would pop up unexpectedly. And that's like, I loved that element of of NXT, and I wanted to bring it back. So hopefully maybe we'll see that with Imperium or or somebody. I yes, I think somebody needs to make an impact. But yeah, no, I think I think Finn holds on to the belt. Do you think Pete takes it?
1: I think he has to because I think a loss would set that character back. You know, Finn can take a loss because he can always come back stronger and if necessary, come back demon. but I, I think they're holding that off for quite a while.
0: See, I would think I would think that Carrie and cross would get involved, but he still has his thing going with.
1: After he murdered the entire faction, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's still got his thing going with Santos Escobar, and that's that's gonna that's gonna come to a head on this Wednesday's edition of NXT. So, Carrion
1: Cross does not hold another belt in NXT. He's there until they call him up to SmackDown.
0: Yeah, I mean he's gonna get the call up sooner than later. I don't disagree with you there. You think
1: they're gonna keep Scarlett Bordeaux on NXT when they could plaster her across every billboard they can for SmackDown?
0: I don't think Vince has seen her yet. Once, otherwise it would have already been done. Vince just has seen yeah, seen character it. yet. Trips is Trips is making sure that he doesn't actually show him any highlights of Carrie and Cross and Scarlet <laughs> because he doesn't want he doesn't want her taken up too too soon. All right, well, hey, I, I think I mean we hit everything. I'm like I said, I'm excited for for uh, Sunday night. I think it's gonna be a great show. NXT takeovers. I, I don't know of one that's been specific like that. I haven't liked from start to finish. I've always liked at least more than half of what i'm seeing it's very very rare that i don't like something that's happened on an NXT takeover so sunday should be a great a great time
1: i think during uh vengeance i might pop on our page and do any q and a's or just kind of watch along with anybody that wants to join in
0: yeah i love it let's uh yeah anybody we can we can try and do a live watch or a uh watch along on on our facebook uh at one fall pod uh otherwise i think i mean we're we're well under time limit here so i think it's time we'll just we just, let's just throw in the towel Get out while we're ahead. Go enjoy a fantastic takeover. And we will catch everybody next week on the One Fall Podcast.
1: See ya!